Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. I am here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. It's going to be a fast ISO pace offense. So make sure you guys join the mailing list. Not only join the mailing list on newlifefantasy.com, but join as a member. It helps us out. We got over 150 subscribers, but we need more than 52 uh, members on the site. So please help us out there. Also, make sure you sub-zero that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the bell as dinner time. Comment below. Give us a thumbs up. There will not be a YouTube episode here today. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Take a Ride podcast. In this episode, we're just going to talk about Dippo, some of the games, and then the Dynasty Outlook on Victor Oladipo. Or not Victor Oladipo, but a dynasty outlook on uh, Nikola Vucevic. And with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. And it's funny because like I just recorded, but for some reason, the content that I try to record prior to erase. So I got to redo this again. But hey, got to give the fans what they need. And that's the content that you guys need. So again, I'm going to go fast. I do apologize here. But um, what, so for as far as Victor Oladipo goes, let me just go ahead and get into it. He came back. I'm excited. I know for those gyms or owners that have him, you're feeling great in, on the inside. And he started out slow. He did get 20 minutes this game, but he hit a big three-point shot to go to overtime. And the thing is, um, throughout this injury, I was concerned because the athleticism, his game has changed just slightly. Um, he's still going to be pretty much athletic, you know, using, utilizing his athleticism. But what's different that I appreciate, and this is what... I actually love is he worked on a step back, Harden-esque step back. But he actually what he does, it's it's a little different. He does like a double, a double step back really quick and he takes the shot. And I love it. And hopefully uh, with this new incorporation to ha- add in this arsenal, that's a beautiful thing to see. And honestly, uh, that's safer for him. So that way, maybe that'll take some pressure off of him to utilize what well, Again, he's going to use his athleticism, but I think it's going to harness it a little, dial it back a little bit more, which is good. So um, as far as that goes, he hits the shot after the, you know, the game. He had like an interview uh, with a reporter, got emotional. He said, you know, he had the mom. He, he just shot the ball, mama mentality, teared up. You love it. And uh, Dippo's back. And honestly, I know it was if you guys um, know how much. Of a big fan, I am on Dippo. Um, you also know that I've kind of bashed him this year just because of maybe how you sell and maybe how you can potentially buy him. But it's always going to go by how your team structure is built and what you can afford with the high risk, high reward um, in that situation. But anyways, I'm not going to hold too much time on that. But Victor Oladipo, that is exciting to see. And hopefully his minutes creep back up uh, and they, they handle him with kids' gloves uh, and they don't push him really hard. I, I really hope they don't. So uh, the games that happen uh, on top of that, you know, we'll just kind of transition a little bit, touch up, just highlight a little bit on the games. Uh, TJ Warren, Warren G had a good game. Malcolm in the, in the middle, Brogdon came back, did well. Sabonis, uh, it looks like, who was it? Uh, Miles Turner did not play this game. Okay, so looking on Chicago side, Zach Levine, very inefficient, but he did he had 44 minutes. That's crazy. Hutchinson, Chad, Chandler Hutchinson, 
Uh, 21 points. Looks like a career-high game off the bench with 27 minutes. So you're like, well, hey, is he worth an ad? Listen, I'll just say like this in a deep format. Just take a quick flyer. If you if you play in fab acquis- or uh, free agency acquisition budget leagues, then he's worth like a dollar or two. And, and if he doesn't work out and he doesn't pan out, you drop him. You're not going to spend a lot of fab on him, okay? So that's that game. Detroit and Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrie comes back off taking the personal time, obviously, with, you know, just a lot of players, you know, emotional with Kobe passing. Um, he had an emotional moment even after the game, and Kyrie did pretty good. They end up winning 125 to 115. Um, for the Brooklyn side, I'm not going to hold too much time, but the Prince of All Saints did pretty good. Four steals with solid points. Uh, and then Spencer Dinwiddie had a very good game, but Detroit, just want to touch up a little bit on the deeper side. As you guys know, probably tired of uh, seeing this dead horse motion, right? If Christian Wood, if he gets minutes, he does good. In 20 minutes of action, 20 points and eight rebounds, um, two steals. Well, we just got to see with the trade rumors circulating. If Drummond stays, you know, let's see what happens. But don't count on them giving him minutes because they like to let the fantasy GMs and, and owners of ourselves, they like to basically... Uh, play with our head thinking that he's going to get more minutes and then he's not going to get minutes. So they're going to pull the rug underneath our feet. Looking at Reggie Jackson, I like to call him Reggae or Regime. He did well uh, off the bench, 23 points and five assists. If he's somehow available in even in shallow league, uh, shallow league, he's warranted to be picked up because Luke, I am your father. Kennard is not there right now. And obviously, you know, Blake Griffin, although he's a big, is pretty much Almost done the whole season. Derrick Rose, uh, he did good in the starting lineup. So the Memphis side, um, Dylan Brooks did well. 27 points with empty stats behind it. He didn't get any hustle stats. Uh, Jared Jackson, after a seven-block game, he had foul trouble this game, so he didn't do too well. Crowder and Morant. Morant had a double-double with 10 assists, so that was good. Brandon Clark did well off the bench. Uh, it's good to see uh, my guy DSJ get some minutes, but he didn't. He didn't get a lot of minutes, but he did okay with the minutes he got. Mitch Robinson, for those that paid the high first round back in early second round value, you love this game. Four blocks and three steals off the bench, but he did get 30 minutes, so you appreciate that. Um, uh, Alfred Payton did well with the double-double. And uh, Utah, This so this game was interesting. San Antonio beats Utah 127-120, and there was a listener uh, that reached out about Mike Conley. And I get it. You're frustrated. If anybody that owns Michael Conley or Mike Conley in particular, you are tired. You're tired of having him. You're tired of looking at his name. You're tired of seeing the poor production that he's doing. You're tired of him missing all of these shots. And you're tired. You're seeing him coming off the bench. You're just tired. I understand. You're frustrated, Jim. And I'm and I'm sorry. Listen, I did not recommend, and I know I missed on a lot. Man, I want to also apologize to the listeners. I've missed on a lot of players this year versus what I've been doing a custom, especially last year. I was more on the money. This year, I've missed on some players. But I'll tell you this. I was not on the Mike Conley train this year. A lot um, a lot was kind of focused that he could be a top 30-ish or 50, probably like a top 25 player or better. And I didn't see that. I, I was concerned. I was like, maybe maybe a top 50 player. I think that would seem more realistic, but he's not even close to that this year. It's really poor. And what people might have forgot, Ricky Rubio, when he played with Donovan Mitchell, that's not to say Donovan Mitchell can't play with other guards by him, but 
I mean, maybe, right? Because we know Donovan Mitchell is going to get the opportunity. Well, he's going to basically be the man of the team. But moving back to this, it hasn't meshed well. Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell, maybe he's mentoring him well, right? But where's the, the production from Mike Conley? Now, listen, in the 10-man league, you, you, I'm, I hope you dropped him a year ago. If you're in a 12-man league, I would think almost potentially the same thing. The only difference is if you're in a comfortable lead, league in a lead in your league, then you could probably host uh roster him and hope maybe he he changes uh, he changes things. I think do I think he can improve? Yeah, I think he can improve, but how much can he improve because he is doing so poor this year. And check this out. Like I thought you know, earlier in the season, he would improve. But then I was like, you know what? I'm all out on him. And I can understand the nostalgia of what Mike Conley has done in the past. But he's 32 years old. And sometimes, you know, players, especially guards, you, you can't run away from the regression. You know, it kind of reminds me of Blake Griffin. The re- Before he got injured, the regression is real. You cannot hide. You can't hide from it. Mike Conley, check this out. He's ranked 245 this year. So you're like, gosh, maybe he's played. Okay, so you would think there's no way he's played worse than that recently. Guess what? He has. He's 362 last week and 306 a couple weeks prior to that. He's playing poor. He's shooting poor. He's shooting 37% this year. What is going on? It's the regression train. The menace is on a downtrend. The points is down. The three-pointers is down. The assists is down. The steals are down. I can go on and on. The free th- is he's just he's poor. Do I think do I think 245 he's going to be better than 245? I, oh my goodness, I hope so. I, I really hope so, but in a 12-man league, I'm not holding him. I'm streaming that spot. Again, if you believe in your heart, okay? And you're like a, a comfortable playoff spot and you have him on your team, then yeah, I, I will probably hold him a little bit longer. I, I, I could, but I, I'm honestly okay to drop him because I, I don't I don't want to keep seeing these stats that he's providing. And he's coming off the bench. He's coming off the bench right now. So it's it's a rough, it's it's a rough stretch, but um yeah, if I, I feel the owner's pain. I, I'm so I'm so sorry that you, you feel this pain. But going on to the Spurs side, Murray, I know this is weird. This is like the complete opposite. Murray started out poor this year, but hey, he was well. He started okay, and then he got poor, and then he got good again, right? So you, there's certain players that you got to just hold on and, and hold your breath and, and hope for the best. And Murray, Palmade Murray is what we like to call him here. It, it, the, what you love about him is the out-of-position guard sets, the three steals in one block. This is the type of potential that he can do, and he's done well in that. So you'll appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, that that's – Man, that's that's rough. Uh, that Mike Conley situation is definitely rough. And then kind of going on to the Oklahoma City side. These games are still going on, um, but I'll just touch up on Oklahoma real quick. Chris Paul uh, looks like he's probably going to sit at the rest, sit out the rest of the game. There's no need for him to play anymore. Um, but uh, Dort, I don't. Is it time to pick up Dort, <laughs> the starter, the shooting guard for the Thunder? Uh, man, you can. I, I don't want to. I, I'm, I, I'd rather have Hamadou Diallo, but hey, th- it is what it is. Um, I don't want to hold too much time into that. Sacramento, they just got they got, they got, got busted up. They really got their uh, a butt whooping here. Uh, Dwayne Deadman, Deadman walking started. Didn't really do too much. Buddy Hill is coming off the bench still. 
He's probably tired of that. But hey, you know that that's that it, it is what it is. But let me say this on the, the the Houston game because this game is still going on. And this is what I actually mentioned. I, I'm glad I didn't forget because before I, this episode erased before I could do this again is uh Damian Lillard. I, I got to go on this ISO real quick. I'm I'm writing an article um actually and here, you know, just sharing a little bit on it now. It should be released either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow and uh doing a collaboration with uh Jacob of players that we that should win an NBA championship. And Damian Lillard is is a player that I would hope, not only me, but I would hope everybody wants him to win an NBA championship. It's just the skill set, the demeanor, you know, the the aura that he carries in Portland. Even if you're not a Portland fan, I get it, right? I'm not a Portland fan, but it's just Damian Lillard, man. And I don't want him to not get a championship. I want this guy to get a championship. You can just tell he wears a, he has a chip on his shoulder, right? This and the thing is about him is uh, here's one thing: he is the hottest player in fantasy right now. And I don't think that's even has it been talked about. Listen, the last couple of weeks, and probably including this game, he's been the number one overall fantasy player. He is truly on a burner. And he's having a career year. And that's something that's overlooked, too. I understand Luka's doing good, excellent this year. There's other players that's doing good. But Lillard is is really destroying the league right now. Now, do I think it's sustainable? I mean, I you know, what he's doing right now, no. But there's already... There, it could, okay, let me put it this way. If he continues at a solid place, he could be in conversation of MB, MVP. Because he's really killing it. It's unfortunate because he's carrying... Portland on his shoulders right now. And that's what I just, it bothers me and it irks me that Carmelo's not the answer. Ariza, maybe that helps, but that's still not the answer. I hope Nurkic, when he comes back, maybe that is going to be a nice sprinkling into that team, right? But man, Lillard is, before the the first half, I think he had like 20 points. This dude is no joke. I mean, we know that, but it's just, it's in a whole different level right now. And I just hope that maybe I, I would like to see him finish top three this year. If that's I mean, could it happen? It could. It's it could. It's, but it's hard for him to it would be hard because he's not a really a steals artist. Right. He doesn't get you the high steal rate, but it doesn't matter. He's just hot right now. And like I said, that I just had to go ice on there or on him in particular. Now, here's here's a, here's a kicker. You dynasty GMs. And uh, yeah, dynasty GMs. Gary Trent Jr. in a deep league, take a flyer on him. Take a flyer on him. His minutes is coming up. He's getting rotation minutes. And it seems like, has he leapfrogged Simons? You know, I know that the, the, the talk was about Anthony Simons, you know, or uh, Nasir Little. And Nasir Little is having a good game, but I want I want my hands on Gary Trent. I, you know, this might not last, right? I get it. But there's just certain players you take a flyer on and you see what happens. You want to be the first GM in a deeper format to take the risk. I'm not saying to drop a good player, right? I'm not saying that. But to drop a player that is not really rosterable, it's just a streaming spot, right? You you almost, okay, you want to turn in sometimes a streamer spot into a potential speculative ad that could be a lottery ticket to get you that push at the end of the season. Now, obviously, when Nurkic comes back, and you got you obviously got Whiteside and other players that come back. Maybe uh, who's the other big? There's another guy I forgot his name, but 
maybe that's when he kind of disappears. But he's getting the minutes right now. And you just got to ride it out until the wheels fall off. And if the wheels fall off, then you cut bait. If it doesn't, then you look good, right? And I know this is not even a Kendrick Nunn comparison, but it's just certain players that gets a spark of opportunity in a deep format. You always want to take a flyer and see what happens. Someone that also also that keeps them, it keeps me. Um, Reminds me of it, and I'm I'm sure that you guys are probably tired of hearing his name, although we haven't mentioned his name here recently. But Willie Herman Gomez, right for the for the for the Hornets, you keep we all keep getting disappointed with him this season. But the Hornets, they have to go younger with the bigs, right? You would think so. Maybe they don't, but maybe Willie Free Willie could finally get his time. He did well the, the last game. Maybe they give him more minutes, but that's just something I want to say. Let me go ahead and get to uh, the clutch shot here with um, Vooch. Now, Vooch, let me say it like this in a dynasty format. What does his outlook seem to be? Let me say this real quick about him. I expected him to regress this year. And the, the reason why I expected... The Vooch, Nikola Vucevic from the, the Orlando match is the center to regresses one reason, one one big reason that stuck in my mind. I didn't think he was a triple one threat. And he was that last year. For those who are not familiar with triple one threat, it's a, a, a player that's averaging a three-pointer, averaging a steal, and averaging a block. Okay, so this year, he's actually making more three-pointers, which is good at 1.7, but he's actually under a steal and he's under a block. So he's ranked 24th this year. He was ranked ADP in a nine cat category league 11 last year. So what has made him? What what has made the regression? Obviously the, you know the um, the the points has has dropped, the rebounds has dropped this year. His assists dropped. Obviously the the steals and block. The massive hit is the field goal percentage this year. He, he's typically in a higher 40s, maybe lower. Well, he was a lower 50s last year. But he's 44%. It's almost like he's shooting like a, a guard this year. He's got more minutes than this year than last year. But, you know, you're like, that. that's pretty much damaging his value this year. And, of course, he's been injured a little bit. But let me say this about Vooch. He's about, what, 28, close to 29 now. And typically in a dynasty format, you're kind of like, you know what? Maybe I should start trading him. You know, next year, I think it's safe to say he's probably going to be like a top 15, 25 ish player. I think that's the right ballpark range if he continues to start. But here's the thing. You got Mo Bamba behind him. Dynasty. They're still looking at him for the potential ceiling that he has. But let me say this also. Vooch reminds me of a guy like Marc Gasol, Paul and Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol probably more more along those lines. And the reason why I say that is because there's certain players that still does well as they age. And Marc Gasol, obviously Marc Gasol now, good Lord, Lillard is on another plateau, or plateau, another level right now. He's just hitting, shooting three-pointers from like half-court line. It's like Steph-esque. But anyways, um, what am I trying to say? Yes, Vooch. His game is going to age. It, it looks like it's going to age well as long as he's on the court. Obviously, he's been kind of tinker of injuries here and there, but I think it's warranted that he'll age well. Marcus Gasol, as you guys know, now he's starting to regress. After several years, what? Marcus Gasol is like 30. He's in the mid-30s, late 
late 30s. It's he's up there. He's up there. But anyways, what you what you gotta what you gotta say is I think for the next three to four years, because I think that's where you gotta really take Dynasty more realistic when you're playing for the future. I think you're gonna try to buy him. Or you, if you have him, you hold him because he's gonna he's gonna do well as he ages. Um, he's he's a solid player, pretty much all across the board. So, and typically, I would think of trying to trade him away as it gets older before it's too late. But actually, I'm probably gonna hold on to him. And honestly, you could do this in reverse. So, if you don't have him on your team, you could potentially try to reach out to the GM and buy him and be like, hey, you know, Mo Bamba. It's the younger talent. They're looking at him. And that's true. I really think Mo Bamba is, is, is still a talent there. But, you know, I think it's safe. Vooch is going to have safe minutes. Almost, it, what, is he going to stay in Orlando is the question. But I think it's safe to say that, you know, sign a contract, even if he moves somewhere else, he's still going to be a good player. But anyways, listeners, um, that's my clutch shot. Oh, so in a dice, the next three, four years, I think his value could be perceived more on the uh, maybe the, the next three to four years. He could be a top 20 ish, the 35 ish range, but that's still gold, man. That is still gold value right there. So I'm all about that. And it could be better than that, but I'm just giving you the ballpark range. So he could be a 20 to 35 ish value player the next three or four years. And that is gold, a gold for a big man. That doesn't have too many weaknesses. So, listeners, um, again, check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list. Join as a member. Um, also, make sure you guys subscribe to Take a Ride Podcast. We're available on iTunes, so make sure you five-star review. If you don't have iTunes, and uh, you have, it's available on Spotify. It's available, available on Google Podcasts. Pretty much all, uh, most of platform uh, podcast platforms, tell your friends uh, to help us out. Make sure you guys... Subscribe, Sub-Zero, that button on YouTube. Hit the bell. It's dinner time. Comment below. Give us a thumbs up. And at the same time, uh, where you can find me at, it's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, One Closing Hero. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, ask me, and I'll get to you at a prompt time. And, um, yeah, just just be on the lookout for uh, the top eight players that should win an NBA championship. It's going to be a, a, a very interesting article. You guys reach out to me if you, you, you agree or disagree. I'm sure there's going to be players that you like and some players you're not going to like or be upset that, that they're not on or not on there. So, yeah, for sure, let me know. Um, and, and that's pretty much it. So, you guys, God bless you. Again, love you. With that being said, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.